Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's a high man working in front of the net. He'll walk up. on your team. All right, two bits of business for you. Well, one bit of conjecture, but first a bit of business. The hottest guests in the game. To be a general manager in this league, every now and then you got to do something outside of the box. Access you won't get anywhere else. Connor McDavid is not going to be denied. At some point, he's just going to pick this team up and put it on his back. Well, the Edmonton Oilers just went full Harlem Globetrotters on that. This is Leon Dreisaitl. I'm Darnell Nurse. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on your home for Oilers Hockey. 630 Chad. Oh my goodness, the streak is over. The Edmonton Oilers finally beaten last night by their arch-rival Vegas Golden Knights. I think they, they are the arch-rival at this point. I, I, I think L.A. is up there as well, but probably the uh, the Oilers are more of a nemesis for the Kings than the Kings are for the Oilers. I, I think this has become the uh, Oilers' chief rival here. The Golden Knights disappointed the Oilers by knocking them out of the playoffs last season and then ending the streak last night, which I know isn't the same as uh, having your season end. And you're going to hear from one member of the Edmonton Oilers who uh, seemed kind of relieved that he doesn't have to talk about the winning streak anymore. But it was a fun ride. And, hey, why do you play the games? Because you want to win. And a a franchise and a fan base, perhaps more importantly, that went through the decade of darkness and a lot of years of mediocrity or uh, downright poor play at least gets to enjoy now hey i cheered for the team when they won 16 straight and matched the second longest winning streak of all time so a fun ride and a good game last night against the vegas golden knights which we will talk about so i I just want to quickly look at here the uh, other winning streaks that have lasted 16 games or longer as you know there are only two you go back to the 2016-17 season and the blue jackets won 16 in a row they won their last game in november of 2016 they won all 14 games they played in december and they won their first game in january of 2017 against the oilers 3-1 they got stopped by washington 5-0 and then what did they do like did they bounce back did they win you know still 7 out of 10 did they still do pretty well uh not really uh not really uh after Having the uh, the win streak of 16 games, the Blue Jackets then went six, eight, and one in their next 15 games. So, not that great. 
not saying this is going to happen to the Oilers. I just wanted to look at what happens to a team after you win this many games in a row. Now, the Oilers, we've already seen them win eight in a row, lose three, and then win 16 games in a row. So, I mean, it's been a pretty awesome 28-game stretch. The the Penguins, of course, the all-time leader with that 17-game winning streak. I, I think most of you know this story. Uh, they won 17 straight. They tied their final game of the regular season 6-6 against the New Jersey Devils, uh, Devils, Devils, that'd be a good team, the Devils in uh, April of 1993. They played the Devils in the first round of the playoffs, won four games to one. So really, they won four of their next six after the long winning streak, and then they ran into a very uh, pesky and resilient New York Islanders team in the Patrick Division Finals and lost in Game 7 overtime on that, well, I I was going to say infamous, I suppose, uh, if you're an Islanders fan, famous David Volek goal, infamous if you're a Penguins fan. So the, the... a long winning streak, no guarantee of continued success in the regular season, no guarantee of winning the Stanley Cup. I think you just have to enjoy it for what it is. I should note that Blue Jackets team, they banked all those points, uh, didn't even have home ice advantage in the first round. They started on the road against the Penguins and lost in five. But having said that, the Oilers are a good team. How they played is important. I've talked about this a lot consistency, keeping the goals against down, you know, resilience. And we saw that last night. They just couldn't get uh, one or two extra pass to Aiden Hill and uh, suffered that loss. In case you haven't figured it out by now, Bob Stoffer not on air today. Reed Wilkins filling in here on Oilers Now. Really appreciate you checking out the show. We will have Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers for Abe's Door Service coming up between 5.30 and 6. My buddy Rob Brown from the Oilers Radio Network from Ontario Homes and then later on NHL Insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. You can participate as well on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline 780-496-0063. Don't miss Everclear and Sister Hazel live at River Cree on Friday, April 12th. Get your tickets now at RiverCreeResort.com. River Cree Resort and Casino Excitement. Bet on it. Uh, Ever Ever clears a good band i would say their song santa monica that's going to be a top 10 song all time for me i saw Everclear. i don't know the year when when was our lady peace really popular kellen like mid to late 90s yeah mid to late well, 90s. So i guess fans of our lady peace yeah. would be like they're still popular reed uh but i think it was when our lady peace had put out their second album and they were headlining Everclear open for them at whatever the Coliseum was called at the time. I don't know if it was Skyreach Center yet or, or Edmonton Coliseum. Mm. Everclear open for Our Lady Peace. They blew the doors off the place. They were just loud and energetic. Absolutely love them. So anyway, uh, they're going to be at River Cree Friday, April 12th. That same phone number, 780-496-0063, the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Find the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street and 111th Ave or head to ashleyfinefloors.com. Okay, here's how it sounded on 630 Ched last night as we go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault Presented by Direct Workwear. In these tight budget times, Direct Workwear is the superhero your wallet deserves. Huge selection, low prices at Direct Workwear. The Oilers have won 16 straight. They take on the Stanley Cup champion, Vegas Golden Knights. Comes into the Oiler and that's poked away. The Oilers got a break here. It's McDavid to Dreisaitl to McDavid. Scores! Short-handed goal! And it's 1-0 Edmonton. Well, pretty- 
Snowblock got his top dies on the ice towards the end of a PK. At the margin zone, he'll cut to the middle. That one poked off his stick to the point. Pendrangelo, he's shot, save, rebound, scores. Nicholas Waugh with the rebound after the shot from the point ties the game at one. Tied at one, Connor coming into the Oilers zone to the right wing. Stood up by Nurse, puck goes to the end board. Now Marcheseau out to Stevenson, scores. Chandler Stevenson, short side upstairs. And the Golden Knights have a 2-1 lead. Can't get it out of his end. It goes to dry side all across to Kane. Oh, and a save by Hill coming across the net. Oh, his stick was lifted by McDavid. And here's Dreisaitl down the right wing. He'll go across to Dreisaitl. And a stop by Hill on the left Martinez will get it out. Now on the left wing, Carlson. He'll toe drag it. He'll shoot and score. Empty net goal by Carlson. Makes it 3-1 for Vegas. And the 16-game winning streak will come to an end here in Vegas as the Golden Knights and the Edmonton Oilers a 3-1 loss. Yeah, Cam Moon on the call last night as the Oilers finally lose. First time since December 19th, 49 days. An amazing run. And uh, Matthias Ekholm really not heartbroken to see it end. I'm kind of happy. Don't have to talk about it anymore, but obviously you want to win every game you can, but at the same time, the closer we got to this whole record thing, I feel like the more and more talk it was about it, now it's kind of behind us. We have to start a new streak and keep playing well down the stretch here to get us in a, uh, in a position where we want to be. And they'll try to start a new streak on Friday against the Anaheim Ducks. Oilers didn't practice today. Anaheim on Friday, LA on Saturday. Both games, 6.30 face-off shows here on 6.30, Chad, with the puck dropping at at eight and Connor McDavid, who yeah didn't look happy as the Golden Knights put that one away, but he says, uh, "Hey, you know what? Uh, we actually had a pretty good game overall." No, I liked a lot. I liked a lot of parts of our game. Um, I thought it was a very similar game to we've played throughout the entire streak. Um, we just don't find a way to get a win. Um, you know, their goalie played well and, and, and made some big saves. And um, it's always a tough game in this building. We were expecting that. And, um, disappointing but uh we move on all right and the oilers streak ending of course is today's top story presented by legacy heating and cooling whether it's heating or cooling you need get it with no payments and no interest for a year that's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling head coach chris knobloch was asked uh, asked after the game about the keys to the winning streak Resilient, um, calm, very mature team, and are very um, focused on winning. And yes, every single player likes to get the goals and assists, no matter if they're first or fourth line player. But uh, their commitment to winning and doing things well defensively was uh, very, very proud of them. Well, the defensive side of it and the goaltending side of it, or maybe we just lump that all together and just call it goal prevention or general defensive play, whatever you want to refer to. To me, that's the biggest story. You know, 16 games in a row is incredible, but really over the last... Well, I mean, they've made the playoffs four years in a row, likely heading towards five. So they've, they've been a winning team. They have had streaks. I mean, they had that great run to finish last year's regular season. They won eight in a row earlier this season. So they, they have won games. This this isn't as unusual and unlikely as a 16-game winning streak is. Uh, it, it's not as if they did it, like I said, during the, the, the decade of darkness where it looked like they were going to finish last. Now, they, they were near last, 
earlier in the season when they made the coaching change. But this is a good team that has won games, has done things well. They haven't had this kind of a streak, this kind of extended success on the back of keeping the goals against down. And it, it's it's the checking. It was the more responsible play. It's been the goaltending. It's don't forget it's been the penalty killing. I, I mean, mid nineties percent over the course of the winning streak. Uh, killed off a couple penalties last night. Got a shorthanded goal. So that's the thing for me that presents this in a bit of a different light. It's actually a transformation in the Oilers' strengths when it comes to winning games. You know, it's not okay. You know. 5-3 and you went 3 for 7 on the power play or you know even a game where uh, you know you, you you didn't give up a lot of goals but your goalie had to make 44 saves or something like that this was for the most part and yes of course there were some games along the way they could have lost but for the most part just solid just under control when they did fall behind they never fell behind by more than two they were able to stick with their game plan not panic and work their way back into games and and i guess the most impressive stat for me is even if you factor in the goals last night the goals against 27 goals against in their last 17 games that's always going to give you a chance to win Clearly, if you're under two goals against per game for an extended stretch, even if you're under two and a half, I mean, you're doing pretty well. So to me, that's the the major transformation and something new that we, we saw from the team for, for an extended time that we really haven't seen in the past, even as they've become, you know, more of a top third team in the NHL over the last few years. All right. Uh, again, 780-496-0063 if you want to get in touch. Uh, lots of storylines, though, around the NHL. Elliot Friedman will weigh in with his thoughts on the uh, streak and a bit on the trade market as well, who's a name or two to watch. And Dave Campbell will hop in with NHL today. Read in for Bob. Oilers now on Chet. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Maple Leafs have jumped out to a 1-0 lead on the Stars. Lightning and Rangers scoreless later. Minnesota at Chicago. Dave Campbell with me today as, uh, well, Brendan Escott, the producer of the show, is away as well. So the two inside sports guys have uh, slid over. Dave, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Uh, Let's go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Company branded apparel, products, awards, and canned ham t-shirts, all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. Well, excuse me. One moment, please. Dave's got a frog in his throat. Oh, boy. His name's Kermit. That's right. Hi-ho, this is David (laughs) Campbell with the NHL Today. Um, Okay, let's start with suspension. Uh, Winnipeg Jets defenseman Brennan Dillon uh, slapped with a three-game suspension. A legal check to the head of Pittsburgh Penguins forward Noel Chari last night. Dillon was assessed a five-minute major and a match penalty for the hit. Jets lost 3-0. That's their fourth straight loss. Dylan has six goals, nine assists, plus 16 rating in 48 games this season. Uh, another player who had a ejection but no suspension yesterday was uh, Martin Pospisil, forward of the rookie forward of the Calgary Flames. He uh, cross-checked Brad Marchant in the face last night, and uh, off of that, the Flames rewarded him for that incident. Okay, that's my my, my more my more editorial comment than actually what happened. But Pospisil was uh, awarded today with a two-year contract extension. Uh, carries an average annual value of one million dollars. Has four goals, seven assists, and 34 games. He's plus 10. That ranks fourth among rookies. He's a native of Slovakia. Uh, 
fourth round pick, 105th overall in the 2018 draft. The uh, Bakersfield Condors back in action following the American Hockey League All-Star break on Friday, hosting the San Jose Barracuda. Edmonton Oil Kings on the road to play Brandon tonight after losing 5-2 to the Moose Jaw Warriors last night. U of A off this weekend. They visit the 2-21-1 Trinity Western Spartans next week to close out the regular season. Looks like Alberta destined to finish fifth in Canada West. And here's a crazy story. Uh, Toronto Maple Police Captain John Tavares is taking the Canada Revenue Agency to court in a tax dispute of over $8 million. Court documents show Tavares filed an appeal through his lawyers last week uh, seeking to have the CRA's reassessment of his 2018 tax return set aside. Now, according to court documents, the reassessment found Tavares' income to be $17.8 million higher in 2018 than he reported and ordered the player to pay $6.8 million in taxes plus $1.2 million in interest. So any of you who still owe to CRA, Maybe this gives you a little solace. Isn't that crazy? Ah, uh, I don't know if many people listening would owe quite that much. <laughs> I would hope not. <laughs> or make quite that much. If they, if you do, good for you. Yeah, really good for you. Uh, okay, well, that's a, that's an interesting story. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't distract him. <laughs> I think he'll be okay. <laughs> $8 million tax dispute. All right, that's good stuff. Uh uh, all right. Uh, Dave, just in 30 seconds, uh, give me the perspective on the uh, Elks special team additions. Fantastic signings, I think. Uh, one, Boris Beattie, a two-year deal. Last year was sensational, 94.9% field goal success rate tops in the league. And more importantly, Reed, I think, 71.2-yard average on kickoffs. That was number one in the league. They just need consistency in the place-kicking game. Dean Faithful. Great story. I like the guy. We'll always have the jolly good uh, Queens Wave win in the Labor Day rematch over Calgary. They need more consistency. Javon Leak expected to sign a one-year deal and become one of the highest-paid special teamers in the league. All he did last year was four punt return touchdowns, averaged almost 15 yards per return, and was the most outstanding special teams player. The Elks have seriously upgraded their special teams. Uh, which is much needed, and they did get a kick return touchdown in the last game of last year, but still do not have a punt return touchdown since uh, August of 2015 when Kendall Lawrence uh, yep. took one back, I believe, <laughs> against Toronto. All right, thanks for that, Dave. Uh, we will get to some of your comments as well at 780-496-0063 as we move along. Again, like Bryn was asking me, if I, I have not sensed any panic in oil country. I, sure, but I think fans would have loved to see the streak go on and get in the record book and enjoying the wins. I don't sense any panic. There, there may be a discussion to be had around all right, you know, Vegas and the play. And look, is it, it's, yeah, this could very well be a first round showdown already, which to me would be two of the best teams in the league playing in the first round. So there may be a discussion to be had around you know, a seven-game series, a series are, are the Oilers good enough, deep enough, resilient enough to play Vegas the way Vegas plays night after night? And, oh, by the way, they did likely have Eichel and Theodore back for that type of series. But uh, I think that's a, a big-picture discussion. I, I don't think there's anything short-term to worry about here for the Edmonton Oilers. Elliot Friedman, we saw a couple trades leading into the All-Star game. What name might go next? It's Oilers now on Chet.